Mini Metro. Snuggle down and cozy up, for tonight you explore the automated world of Mini Metro. You wake to find yourself standing at the top of a very long escalator. Looking down, you observe the steel steps moving slowly away from you forming an immense staircase that travels round and round in a never-ending cycle. With some excitement, you take hold of the handrail and join those already being carried deep underground. The ride is surprisingly smooth, and you move at a comfortable pace. You begin to take more notice of your surroundings. The escalator is in a tunnel, whose curved walls are covered in thousands of uniform white tiles. There are posters advertising new film releases, tourist attractions and electric vehicles. Above your head, a long line of strip lights marks the centre of the roof and illuminates the space with a crisp, bright, white light. Eventually, the step beneath your feet levels out. You experience a momentary illusion of being weightless as you step off the escalator and join the crowd of people on the narrow platform. You are in an underground train station. You immediately scan the wall to your right, looking for the name of the station. You are curious to see if the station is one you have heard of. To your surprise, it appears this station has no name and is represented by the outline of a large pink square, which is vaguely familiar. Examining the information boards that hang from the ceiling, you discover more familiar symbols. Along with the pink squares, there are now green triangles, red circles and blue crosses. These represent trains arriving from other stations. To your surprise, all the arrival times have been replaced by the word delayed and the departure times are blank. You are aware that more passengers are arriving and the platform is becoming crowded. You venture over to where the tracks lie several feet below the platform. Careful not to cross the yellow safety line, you peer along the rails into the darkness of the tunnel. There is no sign of a train, only a faint and dusty breeze. The air is dense and warm and you feel uneasy wondering what you're doing here. Moving your attention away from the dark tunnel, you are drawn to a large digital display screen on the wall above the tracks. It looks like it belongs in a sporting venue or on a large billboard or building. It seems out of place, especially as it only displays a simple diagram. There are no words just a lot of different shapes connected by coloured lines. For a moment, you think it is a piece of modern art, until you realise that the shapes correspond to those on the information boards. 
you quickly deduce that it is a map of the underground system and the shapes are stations and the coloured lines are the rails that connect them. You easily identify the station where you are as the pink pulsing square changing in size like a beating heart. You are fascinated. You have never experienced a map come to life before. The maps you know are made of folded sheets of paper and are highly detailed. You have always been interested in maps. Your love of maps came from joining an orienteering club with your friends. You'd spend hours walking and studying maps which had guided you through some beautiful landscapes. But you had to learn the symbols and how to read coordinates. You quickly recognise this is a skill you must employ now. You fondly remember your favourite map symbol, the cross which represented a church. You used to use churches as landmarks to help you identify where you were. Seeing the pink square pulsing on the map of the underground is like finding a church with a spire. You know where you are. Sometimes you like to imagine that maps were magical and could work in reverse. That if you drew a house or a playing field on the map, that it would instantly appear in the landscape. You used to think about how wonderful it would be to draw rivers and lakes in dry areas, or huge woodlands where there was no shade. Now you know this happens, but not by magic. Maps are used to plan where new roads will go, where new towns can be built, and they clearly mark areas where no development can take place. They are used to protect the environment. Exploring the underground map in more detail, you notice one of the lines is different. Instead of being one solid colour, it consists of three lines, two dark blue outer lines with a lighter blue inner. It looks like a sandwich, and you're sure it's a river because there are dashed lines perpendicular. The dashed lines are a standard way of showing tunnels. You are pleased that you can read this map, and you spend some time following each line carefully noting the number of stations and their positions relative to each other. As you study the map, the pink square suddenly stops flashing and the screen goes black. For the briefest of moments, your retina retains the lines and symbols superimposing them on the black surface. Then, they are gone. Instantly, you feel lost. Before you have time to fully process the loss of the map, the screen comes back to life. You breathe a sigh of relief. You realize it was probably a brief interruption in the power supply or a glitch in the software. But you are wrong. The map has changed to a different layout. There are different configurations of the symbols representing the stations. And the lines have moved. You're wondering why the screen would display a different underground system than the one you were on when you notice the pink square. It is still pulsing like before, but it has moved. It had been near the centre of the map, with only two circle stations on the line. Now it is on the left-hand side of the map, and there are more stations. Two triangles and one star. You realise that the lines and the stations on them seem to have somehow rearranged themselves. But you know that maps can't change unless the landscape they represent changes. 
As you wonder if there is a problem with the software, you hear the sound of a train approaching. As it emerges from the tunnel, you see a bright green triangle on the front. There is an announcement that this is the delayed 2.15 train. You check your watch. The train is 15 minutes late. You glance at the information board and see the train is there, with its arrival and departure times clearly shown. It pulls up alongside the platform, blocking your view of the map. As the train doors open, a large crowd of passengers disembarks, but the train is still quite full. Only a few of those waiting on the platform manage to get on board before the doors begin to close and the train departs, leaving a lot of frustrated passengers behind. You check the information board and see that only one of the green triangles has disappeared. The rest still say delayed. Making your way through the crowd, you head for the information desk. You have an idea that the changing of the map was connected to the arrival of the train. But the idea is incredible. You want to talk to one of the station's staff. You join the queue and patiently wait your turn, and within a few minutes, you reach the window. You ask why a train with a green triangle on it could arrive when there was no green triangle station on the line before the map changed. The customer advisor informs you that there is something wrong with the way the train system is working, and they are trying to fix it. They explain that the system has enough trains for all the passengers and can open new lines very quickly, but for some reason the system isn't functioning properly. You ask if you can come in and see for yourself. Entering the control room, you are faced with a huge digital screen similar to the one on the platform, but much, much bigger. There is a controller sitting below the screen and in front of a computer with mouse in hand. The scene reminds you of the European Space Agency's control center. On the huge screen, the same symbols represent the stations, but now there are collections of much smaller, identical symbols next to them. There are also rectangles moving along each of the coloured lines, which contain the same small symbols. You watch as the rectangles stop at the stations. Some of the symbols they contain disappear, while others from the collections replace them. You understand that the smaller symbols represent the passengers and the destinations they want to go to. The rectangles are the stations that carry them there. To confirm your understanding, you watch an empty train arrive at a red circle station. Two green triangles and one pink square climb on board, leaving behind a blue cross. The train then moves along the red colored line. When it reaches the green triangle station, the two triangle passengers disappear and two pink square passengers climb on board. All the green triangle passengers disappear as the train stops at the green triangle station. As you watch this being repeated all over the network, you realize there is a problem. Some of the passengers are being left behind. You take a closer look and find that the blue cross passenger is still waiting by the red circle station. No train has picked them up. You examine the whole of the red line and realize there is no blue cross station at all on the line. As you are wondering how the passenger will get to their destination, you see a mouse pointer appear on the screen. 
It hovers over the red line, then drags it to a nearby Blue Cross station. The connection is made, and the passenger can now reach their destination. In an incredible twist, the controller has connected the train line by moving it on the map. However, there is now a break in the red line, and the passengers can no longer reach the green triangle station. You begin to realize just how complicated the problem is and how difficult it will be to fix. You decide to observe the screen for a while. After a few minutes, you think you may have a solution. You explain your idea to the controller, who listens very carefully. To your surprise, they get up and offer you their seat. You're excited to see if your solution will work, but concerned for the passengers should it fail. In the beginning, you are able to reduce the overcrowding at some of the stations. But because you have made some of the lines quite long, the trains take longer to arrive, so passengers accumulate in new places. The controller is quite perplexed. You seem to be making some strange decisions and simply moving the problem around rather than resolving it. You're even making connections to stations that don't appear to have any passengers. You are thinking strategically. You see the system as a whole, and this means you have to make some radical changes. Working intuitively, you alternate between adding and removing tunnels, carriages, and when necessary, whole lines. Gradually, the system begins to settle into a calm, purposeful rhythm, and is quite mesmerizing to observe. The trains glide effortlessly from station to station, the passengers appear and disappear without any overcrowding, and all seems well. You glance at your watch. You have been working for over two hours, and the real test is about to begin. At 5pm, it will be rush hour, the time when everyone is leaving work and going home. The system will have to cope with a lot more passengers. Even though you factored in the demands that rush hour would make on the system, you are still concerned that it might not work efficiently enough. You needn't have worried. The minutes tick by and you are delighted to see the system operating perfectly. Because of the great work you've done, the controller invites you to stay. You know your time here is done and humbly decline. Glancing up at the screen, you see your train approaching the station, so you smile as you make your farewells. Before long, you're climbing aboard the train and pleased to find an empty seat at the front. You are keen to see the lines stretch out in front of you and to experience the map made real. As the miles go by and the stations disappear one by one, you begin to relax. You have worked hard and deserve to rest. The carriage is warm and comfortable, and you feel yourself rocking gently from side to side in unison with the train's movement. The soft clatter of the wheels on the track create a familiar rhythm as you slowly sink deeper into your seat and delve darker into the tunnels. tired now and feel your head tipping to the side 
as it meets and rests on the window. You close your eyes and drift away, awaiting your next adventure. <laughs>